I think it's time to bring the community together in a space so they can meet each other and interact and party and, you know, and get inspired. Hey, I'm Joel Pilger. Welcome to episode 44 of the Rev Thinking podcast, the conversation between creative entrepreneurs who know the best way to deal with the future is to create it. Today, I'm speaking with Carlos L. Asmar on the topic of motionographer and pop-up F5. Welcome to Rev Thinking, the podcast for next generation creative entrepreneurs. Now, here is your host, Joel Pilger. Hey, it's Joel. Welcome. Today is Wednesday, May 23rd. Glad to have you back for the Rev Thinking Podcast. You know, we're, we're trying our darndest to actually do a weekly podcast release. I know a lot of you uh, check in and see if we have new episodes. And we've been doing a bi-weekly format, uh, but we've kind of turned up the heat on ourselves and said, let's try and do a podcast every week. So hopefully on Wednesdays, you will have a fresh Rev Thinking episode in your inbox ready to go. So for all of you that listen regularly, thank you. And uh, please give us a shout out. And of course, like us and say thank you and spread the word. That would be awesome. Okay, today's episode, Carlos Elasmar. Now, Carlos is someone you probably haven't heard of. And once you find out who he is, you're going to think that's quite strange. Because Carlos is one of the founders of Motionographer. That's the industry standard website that has tracked and promoted and been an evangelist for motion design in our industry almost forever. And if you don't know Motionographer, you might know F5. That's a conference that Carlos and his team have put on several times in New York City, which is celebrating not just great motion design, but creativity and all sorts of eclectic uh, inspiration for the design world. So, the fact that you haven't heard of Carlos is very much by intention. He has been sort of in the shadows or in the closet, as he says, uh, for many years, but he's coming out in front of the camera or into the spotlight. And I was really pleased when I invited him to come on the Rev Thinking podcast to join me here. He gratefully accepted and we're having a conversation not only about motionographer and a little bit about F5, but mostly about pop-up F5. Now, Pop-Up F5 is a miniature F5 conference that's happening inside the Promax BDA conference this year in June. So that's just next month coming up in New York. So if you are someone that runs a design studio production company, uh, if you're in the creative space and you want inspiration, you got to come to Pop-Up F5. It's going to be very cool. And of course, the fact that it's happening inside the Promax BDA conference as I've been telling people, we're putting the BDA back in Promax BDA, the Broadcast Design Association uh, element that Promax uh, is needing. It's going to be a really big boost to this year's conference. And that's what we're talking about on the episode. Uh, a couple of quick announcements for you. RevThink is going to be at Promax, and we have two big announcements, plus some other things going on, that I invite you to stay tuned in. Just stay plugged into us. Go to RevThink.com. We have a new website that will be making it really easy for you to keep up with all of the latest things that we're doing, where in the world we're going to be, upcoming accelerators. But you'll see a post there right on the homepage about what's coming at Promax. Especially, I want you to stay tuned into the agency happy hour that we are sponsoring 
at Promax. We're going to be making some cool announcements there and talking about the future of creative entrepreneurs as well as other things that we're doing. And what else? I was going to mention that if you are an owner or a partner in a creative studio, a production company, what have you, we invite you to join our seven ingredients group on Facebook. That's where there's over 400 owners from around the world all hanging out and sharing uh, ideas, inspiration, asking questions, and so forth. And it's curated by RevThink, so you'll get to meet us and stay in tune with all the good stuff that we're up to. Okay, let's get to the episode with Carlos El Asmar. Really grateful that he joined me on the podcast. It was great to have a conversation with him. And I hope to see you at Pop-Up F5 at the Promax BDA conference next month. Carlos, it's really good to have you on the podcast. Thank you so much, George, for having me. So I know people listening are saying, okay, wow, this guy has a heavy accent. Where are you from? Venezuela. But every time I say that I'm from Venezuela, they hear Minnesota <laughs> with this accent. Yeah. They hear Minnesota? Yeah, Wait, out of every, Venezuela? Every single time. I'm not kidding. To the point that I start joking, I'm like, I'm going to go visit Minnesota and see how they talk. <laughs> and see how, what is the accent they have. <laughs> Yeah, I think you would find people saying, oh, we're Minnesota. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think, I think my tear is because I say Venezuela and it's too fast. So, so. Well, I will admit that you are a very t- fast talker. For not having English as your native tongue, you talk really fast. So we're going we're gonna to try and keep a leash on you on the, yes, the yes. podcast. Yes, let me know if I'm talking too fast. Imagine how I talk in Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I can uh, I would not be able to keep up at all. Yeah. Well, I think, Carlos, I think I would say first and foremost, it's super cool to have you on the podcast because you and I have been having this sort of ongoing conversation for several months now since we met in uh, New York and had those delicious arepas yeah. about you've spent most of your career sort of, uh, as you called it, in the closet. And now you're you're very comfortable saying, hey, here I am and I've I've been playing a part in the industry and I'm just sort of excited to help facilitate that and introducing you to people in the industry who don't know your story. Well, I'm going to rephrase that. I am not being very comfortable and I blame you. For, <laughs> well, I don't blame you, but you give me the last push. And um, the closet term came from my, I'm, since I'm literal, I don't like, I don't have social networks. I don't have Facebook, Instagram. Right. So I'm a very private person. I don't want people to know what I'm doing. And I don't want to know what people are doing. I want to meet them. <laughs> when I'm in the bar, I want to catch up one-on-one, having a drink. Um, <clears throat> so I'm very private. And at the same time, I, you know, I got in trouble for saying that I was a porn star in the White House for sponsors dinner because I don't like the question of, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> of what do you do? I'm like, why there has to be the third question? Ask me what I do after we are friends in a week. You know, I kind of be right, right there. So, um, so I've always been very private, even with motionographer for the last 10 years. No one knew that I was own motionographer. So right. Justin was the face of Motionafe. I was working the front be- man. Yeah, I was working behind the scenes. And uh, like two years and a half ago, my assistant at the time, she's like, Carlos, you need to get out of the professional closet. Enough of this. And uh, like people need to know who you are. I'm like, no, 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 no. You know, I don't want to get out of there. But slowly I'm reflecting about it. And after I meet you and I have a very, you know, insightful conversation with you. And actually you're the one that gave me the last push. So, oh man yeah so i thank you very much for that so now i'm doing it and i say that it's been easier to come out of the gate closet than the professional closet 
Well, I'm, 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 you know, obviously I'm flattered, honored to, yeah. to play a part in that story because yeah. as I've gotten to know you, you know, I think what I told you was, Hey, there's a lot of awesomeness that you have to offer the world yeah. and, you know, keeping it under wraps or, um, keeping it in the closet isn't really helping anyone. Uh, certainly not, not you, because I know as I got to know you, I was like, wait, you are one of the key players behind motionographer. And I was even shocked to find out that you had had a tenure as uh, an executive creative director at NBC Universal as well. I was like, wow. And I've never heard of you. I've never met you. How is that possible? Yeah, I did a good job. <laughs> <laughs> I outed you. Huh? Yeah, you outed me. You know? like... but I remember years ago that they wanted to interview me. Actually, there's an interview that they did to me in Monchonographer. Okay. And uh, Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, but I, that was uh, Justin... The writer convinced Justin, Justin convinced me. And then just say, okay, I'm going to do it. But when they send it to me, I'm not going to let them post it. So, but I was in Bangkok and sometimes I started getting text messages. I'm like, oh my God, I saw your article. I'm like, what article? I was like, oh, oh that's six, funny. Yeah, like six months after. They didn't even ask me. So, so they just snuck it. They just snuck snuck, it out yeah, the because site. I'm sure Justin knew that I would say no. <laughs> so I was like, oh my God. But, well, tell us what's 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 up at Motionographer. Like, if you were going to put it in a nutshell, right now, um, it's obviously it's still strong. It's still playing that pivotal role and voice in the industry. But what's sort of your take on where Mo Motionographer is at, and of course where it's going? Right now, like we're very excited that we did the second Motion Awards. You know, for the second year. So yes. we were trying to, it was like a hole in the industry because, you know, like when you, there was no one recognizing the different categories of motion graphics. Like if you went to win an Emmy, it was for the whole open. But what about the guy that did the keyframing, the guy that did the sound design, the guy that did, you know, so that's why we decided to come up with the motion awards where we have different categories for different areas and platforms. And now like we're thinking and well with F5 too, like that's, we have like three the ecosystem of motionographer is like, you know, the one-on-one -on -one, like conference where you get to meet people and get inspired by creative collusions on other creatives from other, pla uh, other areas. Now we have the motion awards too, that's very successful. And now we have the pop of five. Motionographer you see right now, the next phase, um, I'm not going to talk much about it because it's a lot of work is to create like a community, a social part wow. of motionographer where People, I don't know if I'm saying, we call it the index, just a working title. Yeah. So where people post their portfolios and people can rate each other's work. So it goes like a type of Airbnb, you know, this is your house and people comment about your house and rate how the experience was working with that freelancer type of thing, like a network of freelancers, studios, and, and cataloging all the motion graphics and creating like a museum type of style where you can search and look how was the uh, motion graphics what were the best motion graphics of 1992 or 2010? That's cool. Yeah. That's very cool. Well, yeah. I mean, I love that, that idea of bringing the whole community aspect yeah. Yeah. to motionographer because it is sort of that stopping place where everyone checks out what's going on there. What's the latest work? You know, what are people talking about? Um, but I think that community piece is certainly something that's missing that if you figure that out it's going to be really powerful yeah yeah that's what i'm trying like a membership maybe because you know like that's the, what i loved about motionographer and that's what like <clears throat> when justin you know started with justin slash twin you know i was a fan 
And, mm-hmm. uh, but when we met in person, we were drunk on the subway. And I remember he telling me that he couldn't do it anymore. And I'm like, no, you cannot stop doing this. And it's a, it's a long, it's a long story. And I say, look, I invest on it. Just, just do it front side. I will be the silent investor. I will be behind the scenes, no ads, you know, because yeah. I wanted to keep it pure. So I was the one till now, um, supporting it, support. And actually that's the next phase too. I think we're going to get into a little bit of uh, advertisement, you know, but. Well, I'm sure knowing you, you're going to be very careful about that because oh, yeah. I know you, you've been so, you know, anti-advertising, anti-sponsor, um, yeah. Not that you don't like those people, but you've had a very purist vision for Motionographer that it wouldn't be contaminated. Yeah. Um, and I think that's just good for everyone listening to know because that's been a, you know, that's a big commitment to say, no, we're going to run this thing because we love it. We're passionate about it and we're not going to allow it to be diluted yeah, by well, by money. Yeah, influence. But you, and, you know, because you have a responsibility. If they give you money and they pay you. And it's the same thing. Adobe hates me. Because every time they want, yeah, yeah, <laughs> literally, Sorry, yeah, no, 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 they want us, but they want ads and motion affair and with F5 in particular, you know, because I subsidize F5 too. There's no logos at F5 because I don't, I, it's F5 is our baby. So I, it's, you know, it's our playground and I want to do it the way I want to do it. And if I have to, and I don't want to, like, I subsidize almost half of the price of what it costs. You know, so they, if we do a five next time, I think I'm going to let some sponsors because I can keep doing this, especially after a year and a half of, yeah. no, of not working. <laughs> well, this is the balance, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Allow some, some sponsors, some advertising, yeah. just enough that it becomes financially viable. Then it can continue and it can yeah. grow. And I think this is it's really a good point for me to mention. You've, been, you've mentioned F5 a couple times yeah. uh, for people that aren't aware of what F5 is, it's a conference and I've been a couple of times and loved it, but what, what is it? And then of course, what you really need to tell us is what is pop-up F5? Because you mentioned that in passing a minute ago. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, F5 came in uh, 2009 when me and Justin, were with me, I'm obsessed. I was, I'm still, I am. I love to go to conferences, meet people. And the fact that I don't have social, I like, I like, the interaction, like I said before, one-on-one. So I said to Justin, like, I think it's time to bring the community together in a space so they can meet each other and interact and party and, you know, and get inspired. And we decided, I decided, you know, like, instead of being a five, what is particularly a five, every design conference I go, is motion graphic, motion graphic, motion graphic, motion graphic. All studios, sometimes I get bored because they're just showing their work that you can yeah. see on their website. Yeah, very common exactly, issue. Exactly. So our idea was to, I was very insistent in to finding people, creative people, not going to say even creative people, a scientific from NASA, someone that wrote a book about sex. So finding, because creativity, in my opinion, and I think in everybody's opinion, is not just about creating the next best advertising campaign or the next best animation or open for a TV show. It's about problem solving. You know, and I think listening to how the creative process, the process of a chef, how the creative process of a executive director or a film director or a photographer, like from different areas. Of, yes, we will have two or three studios that will show like work from there, that motion graphic work that inspires you and their process. But I wanted them to create creative collusions, we call it, you know, see from places that you didn't expect that you will see. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I love that. I mean, that's that's 
probably the number one reason I, I love travel so much. And I know you do too, yep. is you, you, you know, getting exposed to just a different perspective, yeah, exactly. you know, uncommon points of view is so important as a creative individual. Yep. Exactly. And so what is, so tell me what is pop-up F5 then, because uh, I know this is coming up here in the next couple of weeks yes. and it's very cool. I'm very excited about it, but I don't want to steal your thunder. No, no, no worries. Uh, well, F5, you know, as you know, as people always, we always get emails. I'm like, because it really changes people's, I get, you know, goosebumps every time we get emails that people change their careers because of F5. But we don't do F5. We always do F5 when we feel like it because, you know, I was, uh, I have my job at NBC and, and everybody that worked, they have jobs. So we all do it on the side. It's like a label of love. And uh, so it's, I only takes us a year to do because it must, mm. Like the most critical, yes, a lot of work, and I am very obsessed with. They call me the, the Nazi, the details Nazi. I'm like the experience of everybody goes to a five has to be from the moment you do the line to the moment you go to the bar. The the trackers. I even pay for two projectors instead of one. They're very very expensive because I don't want even a glitch. If one projector fails, it might automatically the other one. So the production is very expensive and very uh, uh, complicated because I want. You know, we didn't have never have one glitch in any F five. Because you're so obsessed. I'm so obsessed. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I'm so obsessed with it. And like, I have rules. Like, for example, I don't, I don't allow uh, to meet. the speakers want to meet me and tell them no. I don't want to meet the speakers. Um, and none of us will be ever on stage. And mm -hmm. but the last F five was a little bit because they say the speakers were saying that I was being rude, and it wasn't because I was being rude. It's because I don't want it, I didn't want F five to be a platform for me to meet people or network or create business. That was the point. So now I'm changing a little bit that so f5 has been done you know we did it in 2009 later we did it in 2011 and after three years later we did it in 2015 so it's, it's when we feel we can do it we wanted to do it in 2014 but 2014 no in 2016 but i knew in 2016 we would never do it because i was doing elections olympics and you know it's, it was very difficult you were busy at your day job at yeah NBC. yeah i'm like i was handling <laughs> se seven networks so imagine doing a five on the side i'm a sonographer yeah sure it, that's yeah, a lot yeah, too much. so the pop-up f5 came up um actually the tribeca film festival uh two years ago they came and they wanted f5 to be part of the tribeca film festival and we told them like you call us two months before it takes us a year <laughs> and, and actually, Kulani is the one that come up, uh, you know, my super producer come up with the name of, oh, let's call it Pop-Up F5 and we do just one day or four hours. But at the end, we just end up doing the branding of the festival. We didn't do the F5 because of mm -hmm, the okay. time consuming. You know, the, the, the festival is massive. And now, two months ago, Steve, the president of Promax Media, the president, he, uh, they emailed me. I spoke with him on the phone and he wanted to bring F5. I do F5 at Promax Media. I'm like, Steve, it takes us a year to the five and you calling me two months before again. <laughs> same exact same, situation. Same exact situation. So I told him, you know what? Let's call it pop up at five. We do I'm not we're not gonna do a whole day because the it's not only like because we do a lot of diversify the creating process of the speakers is the most important. It's the heart of the five. And that takes us a lot of time because to, to find to find the people that are gonna be doing great job but at the same time they're gonna stand up there and inspire you. It's very difficult. Some people that do a very great job, but they go on the on the stage, and you're like, "What? You don't get nothing yeah. from it. You just see yeah. the work." So it's critical that part. And after we very particular, I wrote a whole pro 
proposal to Promax Media that we will have international people, we will have very diversified people, you know, so handling, finding people internationally that flies a hotel, the whole thing is very uh, complex. So I told him, look, we, we can do only, we're gonna call it pop-up F5 and it will be a four hour F5, mini F5. That's so cool. I mean, yeah. when, when I spoke with you and you mentioned that this was in the works, I was immediately excited. I, yeah. I mean, I talked to, you know, we were talking to Promax folks and I congratulated Steve because I thought this is actually filling such a big need because at least inside the world of Promax BDA, for people that don't know that world, this is the entertainment marketing world, the marketing and promotions side of the entertainment and broadcast industry that there's been a void, frankly of design, of creativity. And so bringing pop-up F5 into Promax is great. And, and I've been telling people, you know, BDA stands for Broadcast Design Association, which merged with Promax, whatever, 10 or 15 years ago. And I said, Carlos, you're, you're bringing the BDA back to Promax BDA. So I love that. <laughs> yeah, actually, that's it seems that uh, someone asked me and how I got convinced to do the pop-up five, and that's one of the reasons I used a long time ago when uh, Promax was years like twenty years ago, say fifteen years ago. The only place I would go to see motion graphic was PDA, Promax PDA, or when I was right. PDA. And right. currently now I stopped going because you know I, I won many awards and Promax PDA, and I'm always very proud. And but it became more advertisement. Say it was a void. It became a void. And talking to Steve, the one thing that convinced me, which I love. So we start talking about motion graphics, and I didn't know, like the fact that now the president of Promax BDA used to be a motionographer, <laughs> you know, yes. in the nineties. Yeah, so we were talking about yeah. we were talking about yeah, Steve, software. Steve and I competed against each other a couple of times when he was running Belief and I was running Impossible. And, I've, and I keep reminding people that run studios, hey, you know, the president is a former agency owner himself, so he definitely brings that sensibility of like, hey. Yeah. We do need to talk about design and creative. Like it, it can't just be all about business. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, what I, that's how he got me. We were talking about a, a software called COSA, the one before After Effects. I'm like, you use COSA? <laughs> <laughs> now you're giving away our age. <laughs> yeah, I don't care. <laughs> no, I, it's, it's really cool. Now, I'm curious. Can you – I know your speakers and people that you're bringing in. Yeah, we can talk about them. Process, but can you share any any details on who we can, who we can expect at pop up at yeah. five? Yeah, well, I, I can go in, in order of how we we have. You know, Devane. Devane is uh, a group of two, Carlos uh, Pardo and Teo Guillen. They're from Spain, and I know Devane because uh, I met them in Barcelona. They were kids, and I saw their work. I always say that my number one talent is not being creative or designer. Is recognizing other people's talent, especially mm, very up, interesting. Yeah, especially up and coming. So I remember meeting them and I have this thing, you know, every time I meet someone, I connect very deeply with the people. And uh, we became friends and I love their work. And when I once like their work was amazing. And when we decided to do the F5, we wanted to have opening titles and I asked them and they were like shocked and so happy and honored. And, uh, but it was a funny story because I know how they will work. I remember once I wrote them an email like at 3 a.m. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> 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 Seriously. And they're like, because uh, this is how we came F5 evolved. Like all this, the, the studios or agencies that do the opening titles, they're very stressed. They wanted to show it to me, especially the event that we were the first. And um, I told them, I don't want to see it. Do, I trust you. Do whatever you want to do. I'm like, oh, what? Wow. 
yeah, 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 just do your thing. And I remember sitting in the audience, and when the first time I saw them, I threw up. I was, they were so oh, good. Yeah, yeah, it was so I, good. No, I remember those titles. Yeah. I, I, they're, 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 the thing about those, about Devane is they, it seems like they can't do work that's not unexpected. No, exactly. It's like, it's, they're so good. And I, since then, I don't see the opening titles. I always see them live. And, I, and it was <laughs> fun. Great. Yeah, the second and five, like, uh, they knew some of them about something that was going to happen on the stage. I'm like, I don't know. And so it was Buck, and they have a live Muppet. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> interacting with the screen. I was like, oh, my God. Because every studio gets, you know, they, they want to match the studio before, so they have a lot of pressure, you know, like, and all the motion graphic community is there. And so. Well, that's a new, that's a new way to curate speakers right and and programming for a conference is is sort of using everyone's ambition and creativity against each other to say hey you know everyone's going to show up and bring games yeah, what, are you, what, yeah. what are you going to bring what are you going to be and i love the fact that we do so much work for clients that tell us what to do change the green for red and you're like seriously or can you make the blue more blue or what is that supposed to mean you know? <laughs> right, of course. <laughs> but I love the fact that when you're free to unleash your vision in exactly. a pure sense, you now are able to show clients, hey, given no restrictions or no parameters, this is how I would do this. And that's a really cool opportunity. Yes, exactly. Yes. And, and I went to two design conferences and, uh, and Devane was invited to one in Prague. And from the two, one is once in Milan, once in Prague, of the two conferences, Dwayne was the best. They, they changed their representation and they have come so long, so far, and they have this process. There's, they have so great work and the way the presentation was, it was I was so inspired. And it was, wow. so, it was so funny because they have them before last, they have Dwayne, and after they have Buck. And... I, was, I didn't know Devane was going to talk about the opening titles of F5. And I was like, oh, my God, that's so good. So I'm tearing up about it. And after Buck starts talking about the F5 titles and their process, I'm like, how has this happened? <laughs> and, of course, that's no, no one knew that I was Munchonographer, that I was F5. And they outed me at the party in Prague at the end of the And the, the producers of the conference, I'm like, why did you even tell us? Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've set, so you've set the expectation high uh, that we're going to get to hear the Devane yes, guys yes, I did, speak. So who, so who else is on the, the list that yeah, you can share? Yeah, the next is uh, Extra Weg, I think, They're from German. So uh, what happened with them, I just met, I met them in person, and uh, I was in a conference in uh, Milan, and I was with uh, some of my friends, and so they introduced me to Oliver and Bruno, and I invited my friends to dinner, and I invited, you know, I just met them, come, and I'm like that, so I pay for the dinner, and you know, okay. Europeans are not used to that, that someone pays for the dinner. And they were, <laughs> and they were very, very thankful. And we were talking in the, at the dinner, and they were saying that Bruno, especially, he, he was saying, you have to see Oliver's work. You have to see Oliver's work. I'm like, sure, sure, sure. Just here's my phone number. Send me. I get to the hotel room, and I open the website, and I was like, what? <laughs> You're like this? I wasn't expecting this. No, I wasn't expecting this, which is what, you know, what F5 is about. Take you out of your comfort zone. You know, expect the unexpected. I was like, I've never seen anything like that. When I saw that black woman you know, coming, the eyeballs coming out of her mouth, I was like, what? <laughs> you know? I was like, this guy's crazy. So, yeah, everyone yeah. listening is wondering, wait, what did you just say? Yeah, you know, I, I was very tempted to not put the link in the website so people would just be sitting in the conference and seeing it for the first time because the first time you see it is like, what? 
Yeah. So, whoa. Yeah, whoa. So uh, funny thing with them, I contacted them and they're very, very, very nervous because they're kids too. And at the end of their 20, early 20s and they've never done. Uh, That's so cute. They have never spoke in public. So they're very nervous. I'm like, don't worry. Everything's going to be okay. You know, if you need my help, I'll be there. So that's extra way they're coming from Berlin. Later we have Nadia. I don't know how to pronounce it. And Tuso, Suo. I don't know her like um, <clears throat> in person. Uh, but when we were creating, you know, Kulani, uh, the producer contacted all those people once we decided. And we were very excited about having her there because her range of work is so wide, you know, mm. from doing openings for TV shows to doing working for movies and doing VUI design, gaming. So I want to hear, I'm very excited to hear how she handles all the spectrum of motion graphics in a way. And the fact that, you know, she's Asian and a woman, and I want to see her that perspective too, because we're very particular. Oh, so cool. Yeah, we're very particular. That we noticed that even when in my job, that motion graphics seems to be a very male industry. There's not yep. many female. And with that said, it brings me to Lola Landekick you know, from the art of the title, which she, um, we know become Justin especially had a relationship with the art of the title from the, when they started it, we used to post a lot of their opening titles that they will create to like, try to like bring up their viewership type of thing. Yeah, sure. Yeah. To help. Them. And, uh, so the fact that she did the, uh, out of this, uh, out of the title of women, you know, so the series, we love that. And we want to talk about how she come up with the 10 women of design series articles, you know, the hashtag of women of title design, because I was, for me, it was very impressive. I loved it because I even didn't know, you know, that women would be doing motion graphics in the seventies and eighties. And the fact that she did these articles and expose them and give them this recognition was awesome. That you is know? awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't realize that. I need to look into that. That sounds I, really cool. Yeah. So I want to hear more about that. Uh, later, of course, we have G Monk, the most insane motionographer I know, <laughs> in a good way. You know, I, last time I was with him, we were seen in karaoke. Him, the founders of Sonar, and his girlfriend. <laughs> oh man! So he's not—is he doing karaoke for uh, for pop up F five? No, no, uh, he's not doing karaoke. But G Monk, it's his work. I don't know. Every time I see his stuff, I get so impressed. And to impress me it takes a lot. And the, the fact that I know him too, I can see how, and he's multidisciplinary too. A picture he takes, a text he sends, he calls me guapo. I call him guapo, handsome, <laughs> you know, he's, he's a very, very great person. And his presentation is very, very inspirational. But the last time, because we did it in the last F5 when we were doubting, we never repeat speakers, especially right after. But, yeah, sure. but with G-Man, lately he's doing a lot of experiential intelligence. He's bringing motion graphics into the real world. Like, so he has uh, this last piece about using motion graphics with two hexagonal re robot robots interacting with each other. So I want to hear how he's bringing that, you know, because he's fascinated with so many things at the same time. So now he's fascinated wow. with robotics and he uses motion control cinematography mm, you know, sure. and design to do it. Well, I'm really curious. Yeah, I'm super curious to see what that looks like. And so will each of these speakers have... Uh... Are they like 20 minute slots, half an hour, hour? Do you know how the format's going to work out? Yeah, it's like it's, we, we try still to figure it out, but it's, it's short 20 minutes to 30 minutes max. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. So, and we have a five minute uh, break in between, which will be loud music chosen 
by us, particularly picked by me. I told Promax VDA it's going to be concert volume. <laughs> and it's going to be picked by us between speakers. The silence between speakers. And we even create the playlist because depending on the speaker before and the speaker that's coming next, we choose the this, this sound that will match the, the, the talk. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, no, we need a rock and roll track for this one. This yeah, one exactly. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. For this, like last time was, you know, the uh, executive director of Cosmos and the NASA scientist at the same time. So I chose a song that was very spacey. <laughs> I love it. I love yeah, it. Yeah. But I still take well, Yeah. I think it's safe to say that, you know, for myself, for my team at RevThink, of course, we're really proud that this event is happening because we feel, of course, we're fans of the industry, especially from the agency and the studio side of it. So we feel like, yay, finally, our peeps, our tribe are getting their moment in the spotlight yep. to really showcase, showcase the brilliance of the design and the work that's happening. Um, and I know you've, uh, you've even offered a, a little small chunk of time for my partner, Tim, to yes. get up and say a few words to the, to the room, which I think is great. So thank you for that. No, no, no. But it's just, you don't need to thank me. Actually, when I met Tim, we went for drinks. You know, me and my favorite drinks, martinis. Um, so, <laughs> of course. Yeah. So he started talking to me about the four stages of creative career. And I'm like, what is yeah. that? I'm like, I was so intrigued by it. And, you know, he brought a napkin, a draw a quadrant and... You know, and I was like, uh, okay, you do an F5. <laughs> People need to know about this. And I love that you guys really helped the motion graphic industry, especially the studios, to become better at their business and marketing and positioning. Yeah, sure. I mean, it's so critical because, you know, yeah. all of these great creative companies are started almost, you know, every last one of them is launched by a creative genius who once success comes, they realize, oh, wait, now I'm running a business yep. uh, and it can get in the, in the way. So we're definitely big advocates of helping people figure out that side of things so they, they can focus on being the great creative and th there's a healthy business behind them. Yeah, no, I love that. I love that, John. So what about practical things? I know people that are interested in pop-up F5 are thinking, okay, how do I go? What do I do? You know, it's, it's, I know it's happening Tuesday morning, but how do people find out more info, how okay. do they register and so okay. forth? Well, something I wanted to mention, talking about helping the industry, there's one speaker too that is not posted yet. Okay. Uh, his name is Rodrigo Moran, and he's a big uh, creative and a big agency here in New York, but he created a group around the wall called the Pirates. So where every big creative from Germany to Italy, Russia, name it, uh, they get together to create social impactful projects. Oh, very yeah, cool. Yeah, he's, so, he's speaking at Pop Up yeah, F5. Yeah, he's speaking at Pop Up F5, and he's going to talk oh, about, right. like, I'm going to mention one of his projects, which we, they decided to get together um, because of all these problems around the world and the refugees. And they created a project called the Refugee Nation. So, because they don't have a flag, they don't have a country, they don't have an atom, so they hire a person to do the Athens, a designer to do the, the flag. They even they have a team in the Olympics, there was the flag, the refugee, they call Whoa. it a refugee flag. So, Whoa. yeah, yeah, so, That's yeah cool. so I want people to know about this and, <laughs> because no, I'm glad you mentioned that because that's that's a really that's a really outside yeah, the box. Uh, yeah, but, I look forward to seeing what, what he has to because say. Because I always say that design can change the world. So, mm -hmm. so I want he's one of them. So going back. Okay, good. Yeah, thanks for mentioning yeah. him. So going back to like to get tickets, you know, to get to a fight to register, the, we have we created a, a special website for it. It's called popupf5.com. 
Okay. There you can have all the information about what is PAPAP5, what is Promax VDA, and what is F5. The speakers, we still have to post uh, Rodrigo and Tim because we like to do it basically. And uh, the schedule this weekend, we're going to put it, we're going to finalize it and add it. And you can see the venue and my team who's work. Great. But no pictures of you. No, I, I have uh, <laughs> no pictures of me. I have Koji Kabuto and no title either. El Mas Loco. That's right. I was going to put Coco Loco, like Disney used to call me. But, you know, and the good part of, uh, you know, going to the pop-up F5 is for people that have not gone to Promax VDA before, you know, where you ticket, when you get, you buy the ticket for pop-up, you get to go to all the conferences of the day of uh, Promax. And I see. Yeah, and to the opening party too. So oh, it's a okay. whole day. It's in, the drinks included, like if, wow. uh, yeah, session. Yeah, because I was gonna. Yeah. I was gonna ask: Do people need to register for the entire Promax conference in order to go to Pop Up F Five? No, the way it works is like if you already register for the Promax BDA, you know, you get to go to uh, Pop Up F Five. We have allocated, you know, half of the people will be from Promax BDA. And half of the room, but now we're having issues with room capacities. You know, like the Promax VDA RSVP got filled up in two days. So, <laughs> so wow. So now it's well, days. So, yeah, good no, problems it, to have. Yeah, good problems to have. And so, but the people that buy the ticket for the Pop Up F5, which will be the F5 community, the Monsonora F5 community, get to go to the Promax VDA only that day, the whole day, all the way until the party. I got it. Oh, that's very cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's, that's awesome. Yeah, because they get to experience Promax VDA. That's the point too. Yeah, sure. Well, that's going to bring in some new faces, yeah. new people to see what Promax is all about. Uh-huh. Um, I've been, I think I've been going to Promax now for maybe like 12 years. And for me, it was the ultimate, you know, entree into that industry. So I've, I've been a fan for me. It's like an annual reunion, frankly, every year, because yeah. I see so many agency owners and studio heads, but even old clients from TV networks, I get to see them and it's so, it's so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. I, I remember I, I, I used to go a lot. So, and it's good because it's like, it's going to be good for the Promax BDA people to see how, what F5 is and for the F5 community to see what the Promax BDA community is. Yes. So it's a very good synergy. It's like, Perfect. it's like a very good first date. <laughs> <laughs> And right, and who knows what will come out of it? Oh, maybe many babies. <laughs> <laughs> well, you said that, not me. <laughs> well, well, it's great. I'm, uh, I'm really looking forward to it. So let me, let me just make sure I've captured the basic information. So yep. the pop up F five is happening Tuesday morning yep. of Promax. Is that, uh, is that the thirteenth of June? No, June twelfth. So June twelfth. Yeah, okay. we, we're basically kicking off Promax BDA. We, uh, we start Promax BDA starts with F five, and after. We switched to Promax Media. Got it. So June 12, uh, the morning, and then popupf5.com is where people can get all that detail info and sign up and so forth. Yes. Awesome. Yep. Well, Carlos, it's so cool to chat with you. Thanks for uh, thanks for stepping into the spotlight uh, and embracing your awesomeness yeah. and sharing with everyone. I mean, just the fact that you're, you're doing this event and you're um, sharing with the whole industry and helping everyone yes. celebrate design and creativity and all that stuff. It's, it's just great. I really applaud it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. It's been uh, tough. You know, I, would, I, I don't know if I already did the job. It was easier to come out of the gate closet than the professional closet, but here I am. Well, here he is. I, <laughs> I, I applaud you. And I, I know a lot of people listening are saying, oh, this is so cool. Now I get to know Carlos. So yeah. we'll look forward to seeing you in New York and pop up F5. It's going to be fun. Thank you. Thank you so much, George, for having me. 
been listening to the Rev Thinking Podcast. For more free resources, updates on upcoming events, or to learn how RevThink consultants advise creative entrepreneurs, please visit RevThink.com.